nuts for my crazy day. My packed commute, all those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier of Bleacher Report. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And today I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. Make sure you check out his podcast, the How About Them podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm 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 a little disappointed that the game got canceled. Obviously, obviously understandable. I mean, I you know, no one no no harm no foul, but uh it just kind of accelerated our roster conversation a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And our thoughts and prayers go out to all those that are affected by uh Hurricane Harvey. But on the fo- on the football side of things, does this hurt Dallas not having an extra preseason game? Not as much as I think it hurts Houston. Right. I mean, I I think, you know, we had four preseason games. So I think that it should be okay. And honestly, I think as far, and we'll talk about it, you know, as we go along, this is a deep roster. I, I don't know how many people were actually playing for spots in this game. Or I, mean, I think, I think this is almost done anyways. Right. So I, I think that mostly, I think where it may hurt you is that you'd like to get some of these guys who uh, haven't got a lot of work that, you know, are going to be on the roster some work, but I don't think it hurts as far as, roster evaluation wise sure um i mean i was excited to see some of the rookies like xavier woods ryan switzer jadobia wuzier but for the most part we know what those guys are and it just allows them to get a little healthier um you know that last preseason game typically is a pretty boring game anyways the cowboys try to get out of it as quick as quick as they can uh especially knowing that they've got Roster cuts coming on Saturday. Each team has to cut down from 90 to 53 by Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Typically, there's only a couple surprises. Maybe the Cowboys make a trade. Maybe they claim somebody. But today, we are going to do our best to try to predict the 53 guys on the roster. If we have time, maybe we'll try to do the practice squad real quick. So, Landon, are you ready to go ahead and do that? All right, so let's go ahead and start with quarterback. Is there any chance they keep just two, or is it pretty much locked in that they're going to keep three quarterbacks? I mean, it doesn't sound like there's any chance that they're going to keep just two. I, I mean, I think at this point, it's it's unfortunately, I mean, you know, depending on how you feel about yeah, it, unfortunately, it's it's going to be three. Yeah, it's going to be three quarterbacks. Yeah, um, yeah. So, in the order of you know who's going to be. The backup, Cooper Rush, Kellen Moore, we'll probably find out next week, to be honest. If Rush is taking more snaps in practice, he'll probably be the number two. But I agree, three quarterbacks uh, for the Cowboys at running back. This one's kind of interesting. Wait, but real, real quick, real quick. I, I, the one thing I will just say is if they're keeping three quarterbacks, there's no way that Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback. You don't think so? Right. No, I, see, I disagree. No, absolutely not. I disagree. Why, why, would, why would they keep Cooper as the backup quarterback and then also keep Kellen Moore? Well, I just think that they want Kellen Moore to be ready in case uh, 
in, in case they need him for maybe uh, a quarter or something. I think if if Dak were to go down for a game or two games, I think they would probably, or you know, maybe more than that. If he would be gone for the rest of the season, I think they'd rather have Cooper Rush be the backup. Um, I, I think the thing about Kellen. So you I think, think this is all because they can't because they can't get Cooper Rush onto the practice squad that that they yes. that 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 ultimately that's why they're doing it this way essentially. Well, here's the thing, too. I I don't think Kellen Moore needs a lot of reps in practice, and I think that's partly why he's going to be on this roster is they know that they can throw him into the game <laughs> without giving him any snaps. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I guess I don't really have a strong, yeah, I mean, I don't have a strong opinion either way. I guess I would like to see them have Rush as their backup, but I don't know. I, that's a good question. Yeah. I think it's funny. I mean, and this—I know this isn't you, but I think it's funny because that is kind of the reasoning—is this, this the idea that uh, that you know he doesn't need a whole bunch of snaps? I, I just looked at it like Kellen Moore isn't going to get any better with a bunch of snaps uh, in practice, anyways, and that's why they aren't giving him any. But I understand what your point is. That I—I I, I think that really is the one, the only reason that Kellen Moore is on this team. The only reason is in case. Dak were to go down in the middle of a game and they needed somebody to come in and finish the game. I think that's the only thing that they probably don't feel more confident in Cooper Rush as opposed to Kellen Moore. I thought it, uh, because uh, yeah, I thought it was because he had weird. compromising uh, pictures of Scott Linehan or something like that. that was, I mean, that's definitely. I mean, that's why he's had a job up until <laughs> now. I think. I think at this point, Linehan's ready to to bite the bullet and let the pictures go, come out. So let's let's move on to running backs. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and assume that Zeke is probably suspended. Uh, I mean. We don't have any inside knowledge on that on whether he's going to the appeal is no. going to get reduced, um, but I think it's fair to assume that he's probably going to be an exemption. How many running backs would you go ahead and guess, including fullback? Um, well, with with Zeke on the suspension list, I would say four total running backs and 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 fullbacks. Um, and, and the obvious, I mean, I guess maybe it's not obvious four, but to me, the obvious four: McFadden, Morris, Rod Smith, and Keith Smith. Um, and I think that that that's a good group to roll with. I think you know there is an uh, there is a chance that there's a surprise, and Ronnie Hillman also makes the team, um, and maybe they go short somewhere else. Um, but I tend to think that that's the group. That's a good group, and they don't necessarily need Ronnie Hillman in, in that group. Now, if someone else comes available, they they may look at that group and, and decide that they don't necessarily want, you know, what could be interesting is that they could find somebody on the raw, on the waiver wire and then end up, you know, maybe flopping, um, you know, Morris or McFadden for something really cheap, like a conditional pick, or maybe even just flopping the order that they pick uh, the, uh, the roster claims. I think they can trade that as well. So, um, you know, I, I, it'd be interesting to see how that all susses out. But as, with the information that we have now, I would say McFadden, Morris, Rod Smith, and Keith Smith. Now, I think they kept five running backs last year, if I remember correctly. I think they had Zeke, uh, Morris, Rod Smith, Keith Smith, and Lance Dunbar on their active roster to start. Oh, and Darius Jackson was on there, too. Did I mention him already? So did they keep? No, I don't think so he did. They might have kept six. I think I think it was five. I think it was five because they they did cut Rod. Oh, Smith. did they? Okay, I know they. I knew they bounced yeah, him on they, and off. So they. I remember them keeping five. Um, a guy that we've talked about a little bit is uh, Donald Pumphrey in Philadelphia. He might be on the mm-hmm. outside looking in. Um, that's a guy that Dallas wanted over uh, Ryan Switzer in the fourth round. They don't really have anybody to fill that Lance Dunbar role. I won't be shocked if that's you know that type of player is a guy that they claim 
and they just kind of wait and see uh, what happens to Zeke. But I, I kind of think of all the roster spots, that's the one spot that I won't be shocked if they bring in somebody in camp or in the waiver claims. Do you agree? Well, yeah, just because I think the quality at that position is probably going to be higher than most positions, right? right? Just because of the, the dearth of running backs in the in the NFL. Sure. Um, let's go ahead and move on to receiver. How many receivers do you have on your active roster? I've got six. What do you got? I ended up with six, too. I just I, I have a hard time cutting Noah Brown. I mean, he's just done something every t- every iteration, whether it's practice or preseason game. I feel like I've seen him doing something uh, – and he's, you know, that combined with the draft pick and his upside. I mean, he, this, he's not a very experienced player, and he's already at this level. I, I think he he could have big things in his future. So uh, I just, and you know, that combined with the fact that we saw him take snaps with the, with the ones and kind of they seem to be using him sort of in the same way that they would use Dwayne Harris back in the day as kind of a move it's wide Mailey receiver they blocker. Used last year. Yeah, Maley yeah, was another guy that they did that too. Yeah, um, so I, I think. Uh, I think that, that that is them trying to see, hey, what can this guy do? And that that may even be them trying to figure out, is this a 46 or a 53 player? Right. So, um, uh, But I think, yeah, at this point, he's probably on the team. So, so far, we're at 13. Let's move on to tight end. How many tight ends do you keep? Because this is the one I struggled with. Um, well, I think, go, yeah, this is tough. Go because yeah. go, go ahead, go ahead. Give me your thing well, first. I'm just not sure what they want to do with Rico because we're kind of getting mixed signals right now out of Dallas on Rico because he's been tweeting out these things that, you know, Zeus is ready to return. Uh, it, I think it's just from him, though, right? Well, like, don't you? I mean, well, the thing is, Jason Garrett j- just yesterday at his press conference said, yeah, he, no, he hasn't cleared p- protocol and he seemed pretty stern about it. Like, no, yeah. Like, the, yeah, he's, he's I, not. Close. I think Rico, Rico seems to be the only person who seems to indicate that he's coming back. Like all the other smoke that I've seen, including Jason Garrett, like you're talking about, has indicated uh, not quite yet. And every time, you know, look, there's a certain amount of tea leaving tea leave reading with with Brian Broadus. And if, and if you're good at it, you can kind of figure out what he's saying. And and if you're reading what Brian Broadus is saying, He's softening the ground for a Rico IR landing, in my opinion. So I, I think it, it might. If anything, it, what I think is interesting, I think it might be tied to whether or not they decide to put Anthony Hitchens on IR to return. Because I, I really, and I, everyone kind of keeps pointing this out that like you don't have to designate you know, the IR to return anymore. But I, I don't, I think people forget that that doesn't mean that you can't think about it. <laughs> like you have, like when you put somebody on IR to return, if you plan on that person coming back, you're taking a risk because especially if you're using both those spots, you know, what happens if heaven forbid some like top level player gets injured with a, you know, half season kind of injury then like you need that spot, and then suddenly you've got one of the guys that you had planned to pull back, you know, roster stranded on your IR. So I think that if they can, they're going to take advantage of of that roster maneuver uh, of being able to put him on IR. I think there's you know, and we could we should talk about the downside to him, you know, as a player for that. But I think that as a roster move, it's it's not the worst idea. So my question is this, because I actually. I misremember. So in order for Rico to be put on IR and not subject to waivers, he has to initially make the 53-man roster first, correct? Is that right? Or am I misremembering that? 
No, I think he can be just put on injured reserve. Because I thought, though, if they are injured, they, I thought they had to waive them injured now to be put on injured reserve. No. Okay. No, 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 no. The, 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 yeah, you can no, you can waive them and then then and then like lose the contract. Okay. I think like if you don't like the contract and then sign them back to your injured reserve. Um, but I think that and I think because I think that's just a money maneuver. But like like for example, uh, Leon McFadden just got put on just was just put on IR. He didn't get released or anything. I don't think um, he just got. Just put on. We'll IR. check on that for the so listeners, I, just to, just to make sure. Because yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confused. sure. I'm pretty sure that's right. All right. I'm pretty sure that that's right. That they could just be put on. I think now. I think there are rules about like, you know, obviously about pup and about NFI and that sort of thing having to be you know in the program at a certain point in order to be put back into the regular season pup and that sort of thing. But I think with IR, like you can IR a guy whenever, as far as I'm. No, Interesting. I could be wrong. All right, because that opens yeah. up a spot for me. Because I initially had Rico on the roster, so now we've got three tight ends. We are at sixteen total players. So let's go ahead and move to the offensive line. How many guys are you keeping on the offensive line? My my gut tells me they're going to go with nine. Uh, I would like to see them go with eight. But what do you think? I'm keeping eight. Okay. I mean, I, I you know, I think that. Yeah, I I think that. I understand, and to me, the guy that that like who is the uh, Joey Ivy of the offensive line, meaning the, a guy that I don't think should necessarily be on the team, but may make the team because uh, because coaching um, is Cleary, right? Like that's that's who I think that ninth guy is. Otherwise, I like I think it's a really tight eight group of Smith, uh, Smith, Cooper, Fred Beard, Martin, Lale, Green, Looney, and Bell, right? Um, and those are my. Eight. I think that's yep. a good eight. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty clearly your eight. And I think if you think about it as a group, it's fantastic. You get, you get a solid group of five starters. You've got a swing tackle who's a talented tackle. His problem is not talent; it's staying healthy. And I think being the swing tackle obviously helps with that. Um, and uh, and I think that you get a guy in Looney who can play all three interior positions. You have two backups who can play all five spots, and then you've got an inactive backup who can play four of the five spots. So I think that's that's all you need, really. I don't really see why they would need a ninth guy with those eight, in, in my opinion. Obviously, they may feel a different way. So the only I think that's a tight end. The eight. only reason I think they could go nine is if they have a guy at the bottom of the roster that, that they think has a little bit of potential. Um, and for me, that's Kadeem Edwards. I kind of like him. I, yeah, I think he can play. I, I did too. And go ahead. Uh, he was in my initial. He was in my fifty-three early on too. And I just, I guess, let's talk about him. Like, do you feel like he's? I felt like he tailed off. Do you feel like he's he's done enough early on to 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 earn a spot? I think he's a perfect guy to have on your practice squad. Where if you need to pull him up okay. for a week, he can play multiple positions. I don't think he's ready yet to play guard in the NFL. I, I mean, he's still a fairly young player. Um, mm-hmm. I can go either way on him. I, I'm fine if they release him. I think that's a guy they can grab back on the practice squad. So I, I'm okay either way. I love him as practice squad guy. I just don't like, – and I initially – like I said, I think of the very first 53-man roster I did, I, I had him on it. Um, but I also saw a lot of bad stuff between then and now. So I, I agree that I think he would be a, 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 I think another year on the practice squad would really help him out. And I, and I, I believe in doing that with offensive linemen more so than other positions. I, I think some offensive linemen, because of the rarity of the physical attributes, I think some offensive linemen may take and are worth the extra time to develop on your practice squad. And I think he's one of those guys. 
All right, let's pause real quick to tell you about our friends at Sesney. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. Landon, have you ever had to buy a house before? You've went through this process, right? No, but I could. I, I can only imagine what, what kind of stress it is, and, I, and that's probably why I haven't gotten into buying a house it, yet. It's stressful, <laughs> but that is until you meet the Sesney Premier Realty Group, the professional and experienced real estate agents of the Sesney Premier Realty Group provide service that is second to none. Focused on building personal relationships with their clients, Sesney Premier Realty Group Realtors seek to understand their clients' needs and wants to ensure those needs and wants are met every time and will strive to provide a hassle-free buying and selling experience as they assist their clients with all their real estate needs. No matter the situation, they're here to help. If you or someone you know is buying, selling, or relocating, if you are struggling with the possibility of a short sale or foreclosure, the Sesney Premier Realty Group knows that you deserve the best and will make sure that you get the best. If you currently need or think you will have real estate needs in the future, contact the Sesney Premier Realty Group directly at 469-672-6987. That's 469-672-6987. You can also visit their website at www.yourdfwhomesolution.com. Com. All right, so that was 24 players on offense. Let's go ahead and move on to defensive. We'll start with the defensive line. How many defensive line are, linemen are you keeping right now? I've got nine. What do you think? Um, I've got nine. Yeah, nine. Uh, and then the two on the suspended list, right? right? Irving and Moore. Yeah, so go ahead. Let's yeah, run through your nine I, real quick. Uh, I got Lawrence, Crawford, Mayoa, Taco, Tapper, Collins, Paya, Thornton, and uh, Neal. And then with Irving and, Irving and Moore as my suspended. Yeah, so we've got the same list. I'm so glad you threw Neal in there. <laughs> I mean, we, we think so much well, of yeah, this I is mean, awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I think the, the, the you know the key thing is is that beyond the fact that he's been like outside of this group, he is the the guy that is the 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 one who's next on that list that has made the most noise. I think beyond that too, what when you look at what you're missing from David Irving is you know you, you got people on the team that can maybe help on the outside replace him a little bit. But where you where your where your concern is that Irving was really a great guy to to kick inside and give you some interior pass rush every once in a while and and really if you look at that list, Collins is the only true three technique on that unless you want to count Crawford playing left defensive end. But we won't count Crawford even though he's playing left defensive end. Um, uh, you know, so I think you it, you kind of have to keep Lewis Neal. I, I I feel like he's he because he actually may end up getting some snaps while Irving is gone. Um, so. I, I, yeah, I agree that I think that Neil has done enough to, to at least initially uh, earn that roster spot. Um, and then, you know, once people start coming back, we'll kind of see exactly uh, where we go from there. Right. So I don't have too much to add on the defensive line. Um, really quickly, though, I did write down in my notes that if it were up to me, I would be trying to keep Jordan Carroll, Joey Ivey, and Lenny Jones on my practice squad. Uh, that gives me two interior rushers and then an outside guy that I kind of like. Um, I'm not sure they'll keep that many on their practice squad, but those are the three that I would be looking to try to grab uh, after waivers hit on Sunday. Let's move on to linebackers. Um, with the recent news of Anthony Hitchens, his knee is not as bad as we thought. Um, and this is kind of an incredible story because uh, on Saturday night, it seemed like a lock that he was gone for the season. And then on Sunday, it comes out that he's going to be out eight to ten weeks and that he's going to be a guy that's going to go on IR. 
and now it's sounding like that he could be back sooner than, than that. Uh, I heard today that it's very possible he's back in six weeks um, from the injury, which means he could potentially only miss four or five games. Um, if that were to happen, I don't think they stash him on IR. IR. I think that's just a guy that they keep inactive every single week. Um, so you can go with this however you want. Do you think that they're going to stash Hitchens? If they don't, give me your uh, linebackers. Well, I don't think – I don't think um, – and and just one thing to add to the real quick to the Rushman thing. An outsider who may make it is Joey Ivey. That's what I was hinting at earlier is that Joey Ivey, because of Marinelli's thing, may be a surprise pick there. So just keep that in mind. But um, – I think that, you know, like I said before, if they put Rico on IR to return, I would feel really weird about having two guys that I already have earmarked on IR to return. Um, so I don't think both of them go on. So I think that if Hitchens decide, if they decide that Hitchens is going to be back before the IR return, um, I think that they will just keep him inactive and keep him on the roster and then IR um, Rico. Because I do think that, yeah, I mean, I think any any extra weeks that you get out of Hitchens are worth keeping him on the roster for. Not that I'm necessarily concerned about a Smith and Durant uh, combination behind him. It's 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 really what it is, is that I hate Jalen Smith. I, I love how you turn this around. Um no, I I think you know I think I I I think that you you need linebacker bodies anyways because th- you're going to rotate through them a lot and because uh, you know those are your special teams players. So I guess to answer your question, I have them keeping six on the roster no matter what, even if Hitchens got gets the IR. I I have them replacing him with Inzacha, I, and I unfortunately think that Inzacha may not be long for the team if uh, if Hitchens does you know, not get put on. IR. That's the other spot that I thought the Cowboys could look at in waivers is if there's a, maybe a veteran linebacker that they could pick it, pick up right now and that they would feel comfortable playing in the first couple of weeks. If Hitchens is out, that is the one spot um, for me at linebacker. I had Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, Justin Durant, Kyle Wilbur, Damian Wilson, and then Anthony Hitchens. So uh, I went with six as well. Um, that puts us at 39. Let's go ahead to cornerbacks, which this position is getting stranger and stranger by the day because it came out today uh, that the Cowboys had interest in in cornerback uh, Joe Hayden. Um, and I can tell you that they had a lot of interest in Joe Hayden. That was the guy that they actually they were willing to chase. Now, they weren't willing to pay the $9 million per year, but they were willing to go in the 7 to 8 range. So I, I don't know if this is indicative of how bad Jordan Lewis's hamstring is. Maybe they're just worried about their depth. Maybe they're worried about Nolan Carroll. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I'm going to still go ahead and guess that they keep six corners. Uh, my six are Orlando Skandrick, Nolan Carroll, Anthony Brown, Chidobia Wuzie, Jordan Lewis, and Marquez White. Do you have anything different? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 this is actually my defensive back list has not changed since the first week. Okay, so it's 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 been and I and I listed them. I do I when I did them, I did them all as a group as defensive backs because I think the cornerback and safety numbers play into each other to a certain degree. Um, well, let's go ahead right to safety. But, yeah, I, who do you have at safety? Okay, yeah, I got Woods, Jones, Frazier, and Heath. So you're only keeping four there. 
Right? Yeah, because I think a woozy gives you an opportunity to, to, to swing back and forth, and I think that you know to a certain degree, Jones does that for you at corner as well. I, I, I that's I think you take advantage of the ability of these guys to play multiple spots, and that allows you an extra guy uh, at corner, and it, 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 you got a guy who could swing back and forth between the two positions. Uh, that that's helpful. All right, so that puts us at 49 before we get to our specialists, and our specialists are going to be the same. Uh, Dan Bailey, Chris Jones, and uh, L.P. Ledusher. Um, Ladisur, no, for God's no. sakes. L.P. Ledusur. Listen, if you can't pronounce <laughs> Stephen Pyre right, I'm allowed to say our long snapper however <laughs> I want to say it. That gives us 52. Uh, okay. So we've got one extra spot. Where are you spending that extra spot? Oh, where do you anticipate? Well, obviously, it's going to be Sam Irwin Hill, yes. the uh, yes, the, the backup punter, just in case something happens. Um, you know, I I mean, so that included that included uh, Neil, right? At as okay, so I um I I don't know. I mean, I think at that point, if you're looking at the roster like that. And you get to fifty-two. Do maybe you just say screw it and and put Rico on the roster, call it a day? Well, that was my initial thought. Um, I because I don't want to put Rico on the on the on the IR. I just think it's a very convenient roster move in order to help maximize the talent that you're keeping. But now that we've gotten to where we are, like who like who? Who am I desperate to keep back on the team, to put back on the team? Well, I believe the coaching staff would love to keep Joey Ivey. Uh, and they typically okay. go long on the defensive line. So that's the one guy that I kind of thought about. Um, that's three pure one techniques that you have well, on the team. And that's the, the other thing is how, he- <laughs> how healthy is Cedric Thorne? And that's something we don't really know. because we Did he play in the last preseason game? Um, if he did, I, I think so. If he did, I didn't see him at all. I mean, he's that non-existent. I think he's been. I think he's been practicing though. Like, well, I mean, he's a one technique, so he's not. You know, he's not exactly lighting the world on fire, even when he's doing well. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's been practicing. I just, uh, you're right that he hasn't been like, you know, so, showing up or you know, been noticeable. So my guess is it would probably be on the defensive line or the linebacker spot, just because of. Um, they probably don't want to overwork Jalen. They're not sure about Anthony Hitchens. That gives them just four 100% linebackers. Justin Durant's working back in. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, if they grab one, maybe they anticipate a Damian Wilson suspension. I guess that's the other spot where I could see them grabbing a veteran. Well, just keeping in Zacha, I guess, would be enough, right? right? That, that mean, would put up to you, seven. If, if you... Yep. Yeah, if you take Hitchens off of IR and then just keep him on the roster and then add Inzachi, that's 53. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd rather do that than keeping – I'd rather Rico go to IR and keep Inzachi probably, in my my opinion. I don't know if that's what they would do. They, You're right. They may pick someone like Ivy or you know, do something really dumb like keep clearly or something like that. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, you know. The other thing, again, of course, and we keep saying this, is that there's there's also somebody else's 54th man that, you know – that we might want that so that fills that spot. Really so. quickly, is there any one or two guys that you think are must gets for the practice squad? You know, the guys that the Cowboys are going to cut that they absolutely need to bring back. 
in, I don't know about absolutely, but but I mean, like guys that I mean, there are definitely a lot of guys on this roster that I would love to make it to the practice so give squad. Me a couple. Um, I'm just kind of curious. Well, I I would I mean I think any number of <laughs> these wide receivers, whether it's 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 was in Wakachu, whether it's Brown, um, I I would love to Andy see Jones. either one of those two. Kind of, Andy Jones, yeah, I mean Andy Jones, either any of those guys uh, that are, I, and I think Andy Jones is probably still eligible. I'm pretty sure all these guys are eligible. Yep, they um, are. I'd love to see any one of any one of those guys come back. Um, I you know I liked um, is. I kind of liked it, it, Jarwin wasn't the one who it was it was Hamlet that went on the it was Hamlet that went on the yep, injured reserve. Yeah, I, I liked yep. I liked I kind of like Jarwin. I think I think he could uh, be a thing. So let's let's I like him to get on the practice squad a little bit. I think Jameel Showers is more than likely going to end up back there. Um, I don't know what Ronnie Hillman's eligibility is. I guess he's probably not eligible. Nope, he's not because he's he he's not he's not. Um, you know, and then the draft picks. I mean, I, I, if 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 Ivy doesn't make the team, Carroll, I'd like to see on the team. Um, I liked. I think I like uh, Joseph Jones. Is, is he forty three? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I liked him enough. I think maybe I'd like to see him on the on the practice squad. Uh, who else? Duke Thomas. Uh, oh, uh, who's that center? Burbank. Yep, Burbank. He's okay. I'd like. I'd like to see him uh, for another year. And uh, Edwards, like we mentioned, Kenny Gilchrist is one I like. Uh, yeah, Kenny Kenny Gilchrist is good. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, fifty six, right? Lenny Jones. Um, like, I, yeah, I'm better with the numbers at yep, this point. Jones. Yeah, Jones. You miss Jones. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like a couple of those guys to 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 be in the practice squad. I like you know, look. This team's got some good. Oh yeah, depth. they're gonna like, they're gonna cut some good this, players. This, this is a yeah, this is a good team. Like I I think that, that there's an opportunity if some of these guys get through that they would really make a great practice squad player. And Sammy Seamster too. Like, yeah. I, like I don't know. Well, I don't know what his level of eligibility is, but you know, I think he's second year yep, player. He's, he's of, eligible too. To, yep, I looked at his yesterday. Um. Oh, and God, I keep naming people, but honestly, uh, Dewan Butler. Yeah, that's another like grown. dude. Like signed signed off the street and was making like making noise like that Saturday. So I'd like to see maybe just a little bit more of him. Yeah. So there, real quick, there's typically I think there's three ways that teams build their practice squad or three types of players for the practice squad. There's your high upside guys like Rico, who the Cowboys stashed on the practice squad. There's your guys that can come in right off the bench and play. To me, that's like an Andy Jones. You can put Angie Jones in a game, and he's going to know what to do. And then the third are the guys that can help you get through practice. And to me, for me, that's Jameel Showers. That's a guy that you can have be your scout team quarterback one week when you are uh, playing Tyrod Taylor, and then another week he can be a receiver, and then another week he can be a safety. You can have him do a bunch of stuff. I would keep the punter, place kicker, Sam Irwin Hill. Just because I think it's nice to have a kicker on your practice squad so your kickers and punters aren't uh, using up their legs during the week. Uh, I, I, on Bleach Report, I did mine. I'll go through it real quick. Uh, you can keep up to 10 guys this year. I got Andy Jones, Jamil Showers, Kadeem Edwards, Jordan Carroll, Joey Ivey, Lenny Jones, Duke Thomas, Keenan Gilchrist, Blake Jarwin, and Sam Irwin Hill. I doubt they'll get all those guys. They might get six or seven of those. Yeah, I I think that's probably accurate as well. All right, that's it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBTB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll be back on Monday to discuss the Cowboys roster cuts, their practice squad, 
maybe any moves they made over the weekend that they're not trading for Sheldon Richardson. I'm just going to tell you that now. I've seen that rumor out there about <laughs> 10 times today. Enjoy the weekend. Watch some college football. Enjoy the last weekend of the year without the NFL until, what, February? Something like that. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.